KBUT spoke with Jason Blevins of the Colorado Sun earlier this month about a new venture with other former employees of the Denver Post. You can find that story in our news archives at kbut.org. Today, we bring you part two of that interview. KBUT reporter Christopher Biddle started by asking Blevins for his take on the Vail Resort's purchase of Crested Butte Mountain Resort. Jason Blevins has spent most of his career covering the ski industry, and he's seen a lot of change. From a bunch of independent resorts to now two kind of corporate behemoths and a, and a duopoly, an interesting evolution, to say the least, over the past 20 years in skiing, but uh, still very exciting uh, industry to cover, no question. The corporate behemoths he's talking about are Vail Resorts, who either owns or partners with pretty much half the ski resorts in North America that you've ever heard of, and the newly formed Altera Mountain Company, which pretty much has the other half. That hyper-competitive market led to some pretty big changes in the industry. We were entering a model where buying resorts was becoming cost-prohibitive because resorts were being valued not on their earnings and revenue as much as how well they fit into an overarching path strategy, right? So kind of like how in Monopoly, Park Place becomes that much more valuable once you've already purchased Boardwalk Avenue. For real-world example, Vail bought Whistler Blackcomb in 2016 in the biggest deal the ski industry had ever seen for $1.1 billion. Which is about double the rate of pricing in, for previous deals. Um, because Whistler it's a, you know, was going to do so much for their Epic Pass. And, you know, it was an entree into the Asian market. And, you know, really a, a good skier, probably the best in North America, best known, at least, in most traffic. The following August, the conglomerate of resort owners that would later become Altera Mountain Company made a similarly out-of-proportion purchase in Utah's Deer Valley Resort. That set into motion a series of moves and counter-moves between the two companies, including in June, Vail's purchase of Triple Peaks LLC, the parent company of Crested Butte Mountain Resort, Okemo Mountain in Vermont, and New Hampshire's Sunapee. They also acquired Stevens Pass in Washington as part of the deal, which, according to Blevins, showed a return to normalcy where a resort's purchase price was tied to its revenue. Good for the industry. You know, I don't think we need to go out there saying that ski resorts are worth a billion dollars because they will deliver this to your past sales as much as this resort earns this much, so it should be priced this way. So I, I think we kind of, the Crested Butte deal, in my mind, you know, returns us to a more rational pricing scenario for ski areas, which is, I think, healthier for the industry and the overall Triple Peaks is owned by the Mueller family, who walked away with $82 million. An additional $155 million went to pay off their lease holdings. But what does all this business mean for the average, everyday resort skier? Vail and Altera toss a lot of money back into their skiing. Um, they are typically invest anywhere upwards to $100, $120 million a year across their network of resorts. That translates into... New chairlifts, new restaurants, new parking, all of it going into the ski experience, not necessarily real estate. Some real estate holdings at Crested Butte will remain in the hands of the Mullers, including a hotel and a nearby housing development, which supports Blevins' notion that Vail doesn't want to deal with real estate. Same with Altera. All in all, it shows a shift to a somewhat older model of the ski industry. They do not seem to be interested in building anything as much as uh, investing in their ski areas. So I would imagine that both those companies are going to 
continue to invest heavily into their product with the idea that the nicer the product they have, the more season passes they can sell, and then they're going to hit a certain number of season passes sales per year to where they can really become a sustainable operation through lift ticket sales. You know, it's sort of a return to the old days in many ways, and that skiing used to be about lift ticket sales. And then, it, you know, there's, everybody got distracted with real estate and condos, and there was the very real threat that skiing was going to become an amenity with which companies could sell condos, not on like a golf course or something. And um, that uh, didn't really happen. And now we're seeing the two largest companies out there really focus on season pass sales more than anything else, more than lodging or real estate. So in many ways, you can take their resorts for returning the industry to the mountain, whether that turns out to be a successful, sustainable model. We have yet to see, but it certainly has worked for the past 10, 15 years for their resorts. And their success has pushed the industry in the same direction, basically resulting in three things in terms of price. Cheaper season passes, pricier day tickets, and a surprising boost for a certain sector of the industry. You know, we're going to see single-day lift tickets over $200 next year at most every resort. Um, and that's by design, as these two companies really push you and incentivize you to buy season passes. That's kind of the new model. But then, you know, not everyone's going to want to drop $1,000 to go skiing. And most people want to, don't want to spend $1,000. They're going to say, hey, why don't we look at the Monarchs and Wolf Creeks and, you know, Silvertons of the world and maybe not spend so much. And in many ways, you know, I think that those resorts have found a niche, you know, the independent certain priced resorts where their day tickets are in that 60 to $80 range, and you know, which is a third of the going rate for a day ticket. So, you know, I think there's plenty of room in the market for those mid-size independent, relatively discounted price lift tickets. Jason Blevins is a veteran ski industry reporter and staff writer for the Colorado Sun. For KBUT News, I'm Christopher Biddle.